0: let's get to it. We're back. We are back. Cheers. Quake. They're Kansas, so you can't hear them. But you don't I'm the sound effects guy. I managed to spill beer in myself again. It's the second week in a row. All right. It's alright. It's only a little bit, though. Last time was an embarrassing amount of beer I spilled in myself. Really? I don't recall. Well, I mean, it's good that you don't recall, but, but I probably should admit that. Welcome back to Fan Speculation. C.J. Pomisano. We are here. We have a lot to talk about because as of today, at the time of this recording, uh, the Thursday, May 27th, mm-hmm. we have two big breaking uh, news stories. One of them uh, we'll talk about is a very, uh, very feel-good moment. Yes. Uh, Chadwick Bozeman, who we all love and miss... Uh, who died uh, sometime last year in, in 2020, his alma mater, his his college, Howard University, mm-hmm. renamed their art school after him, mm-hmm. the Chadwick A. Bozeman School of Fine Arts. Yes. That's beautiful. It really is. It yeah. really is. It's,
1: it's, it's something when a school comes together and, and makes that decision like, hey, we should rename... You know, a whole school. Probably, they renamed the building too. You know, mm-hmm. this is the Chadwick
0: Boseman Building of Arts. I mean, it's really you show. We've talked about Chadwick Boseman quite a bit on this podcast, and um, and we do at some point want to have like some kind of tribute episode to him. Mm. We don't know when that will be, but that is something we'd like to do.
1: Just like go over films that he's done. And yeah, like just that. cover
0: his career, his life, and just charity events, etc. Because he seemed like a really great human being. And you, you look at what really ca- caught my eye is that when he would go visit kids who were battling cancer um, around the time when he was doing those charity, charity events, when Black Panther was at its highest of mm-hmm. highs, like you have no idea that this guy until after he died that he he knew exactly what these kids were going through. Of course. Chemotherapy and yeah. you know they have their whole life ahead of them and he, I mean he was only in his 40s and he still did too but but he's but it it must have made an extra special connection for him yeah. to those kids going to see them.
1: I want like I don't understand. I know they shoot Radio waves, that, like, you know, they hit you with radi- ra- mm-hmm. uh, radioactive waves. But, like, what the fuck does it feel like, I wonder?
0: I can't imagine. I mean, my grandmother, she had cancer uh, and, and beat it. Um, but it was she, – she went through a lot of pain. Chemotherapy is, is really, really hard, really tough shit for people, you know. And someone like Chadwick Boseman, who had, like, stage 3, stage 4 – I think he had colon cancer – You know, it's a lot for him to just go through and grind out all of those movies. And, you know, I was talking with my boss about this, you know, a few weeks ago, just saying how he must have known he didn't have a whole lot of time left. So Let's just make the time he has worthwhile. And he really did. And uh, that was just a real that I remember. That's like the first as soon as I picked up my phone, I was looking at it. Stuff going on Instagram or whatever I saw. It's the first thing I saw this morning. I'm like. That's amazing. That's beautiful. So we miss Javik Boseman so so much oh, because yeah. him as Black Panther, and I just think him as an actor was only just starting to scratch the surface. Oh, of course. Like he, he was a megastar. He was like he was a he was a star. I think a star just on the cusp of being a megastar. And I, I mm-hmm. think megastar because obviously you know of how you saw how successful Black Panther was. Dude, everybody was saying Wakanda forever. Yeah, and he said that in interviews. He's like, that's gonna stay with me for the rest of my life. To the yeah. point where we're going to be sick of it like everyone's <laughs> going to go Wakanda forever and he but you know but i think when you you saw him do that he was just doing the cross wakanda forever he mm-hmm. you could see the joy in in his eyes and i was actually watching the uh, you ever seen the black jeopardy skit he was on no oh my god was that s n l yeah have you ever seen black jeopardy no uh, okay they're very funny one is tom Hankston's one and he's like a far right <laughs> right. oh drunk, I have tru- seen this so you've I seen that seen one this. yes so, okay so the one Chadwick Boseman is is in he plays T'Challa oh really it's really really funny oh great it's just like um, the cops come to you and they want to know information about something that went down in your neighborhood what is we must help them at all because they are the protectors of us and we <laughs> must do whatever we can to give the, any information that they I'm paraphrasing here yeah. Keenan Thompson just got a face of like well, that is what we should do. But it's not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> the best part is like he goes and says, um, uh, there's a category called white people. It mm-hmm. says, uh, your na- your coworker Karen wants to bring her potato salad recipe to your barbecue. Uh-oh, T'Challa, I think I'm going to hang of this now. Oh, yeah. Now, this white woman, now it is very noble of her to make this potato salad for this barbecue. Mm-hmm. I must imagine that she doesn't use any seasoning. (laughs) Yes, yes, very much, and that she might might put something. And while I may have, I've never had potato salad. She might put something useless like raisins. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. So, I think I know the answer. Give it, say it. What is? Oh hell no, Karen! Keep your brand new potato salad to yourself. (laughs) It it was just so funny seeing T'Challa. Like, Chabby Boseman played T'Challa of someone yeah. who was, like, so cultured in Wakanda, where as, as, like, a regular black person, African-American person who grew up in inner city in, or mm-hmm. in the hood, he is completely blind to that. I just, I love that. Chabby <laughs> Boseman, he was he was so funny in that, so. The one with Tom Hanks
1: is really funny because he starts to, he, like, plays a, an old Republican man, mm-hmm. and they, start, they only start to connect when they start talking about big booty women.
0: Big booty, and, like, the government tracking you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> hell no. I don't, I don't know about that. That's how they find you. Yes. <laughs> and, he, and then Keenan Thompson goes over to shake his hand. And he thinks he's going to shoot him. He's like, "Oh no, no, oh, 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 okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a maga hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Anyway, let's give one more cheers. Good as it, Chavick Bosman. Hell yeah. Rest in peace, my dude. Hell yeah. We love you. Now you live eternal. Yes, you do. Hope you're having fun conversations with Stan Lee up there.
1: There's a. Uh, there's a. A, a line from Troy that I really like because mm-hmm. like the opening the opening scenes to Troy it's Sean uh, Sean Bean Sean Bean? I don't think I know the actor uh, that's the guy from uh, his last name's not Bean Penn? Sean Penn? no is it Bean? Uh, I'll look him up uh, he's from Lord of the Rings and oh yeah yeah
0: yeah Sean okay
1: yeah I, and he's in Game of Thrones. What's his last name? It is Sean Bean. I thought so. Okay, yeah, you're Anyway, right. um he plays Odysseus. Oh, okay. In Troy. And like one of the opening lines is is like men are haunted by the vastness of eternity because they're not sure if they're going to be remembered. And like that's basically the whole premise of the movie. Wow. You know, like Achilles wants to be like eternal, so he realizes that the only way is through song and story and legacy. Hmm and he, he goes to Troy to become a legend, and that's why everybody remembers Achilles. Like, the whole premise of the movie is him saying, like, everyone will remember my name. And, like, even when he, in, in like, one of the opening scenes when he kills, um, well, he's, he's, where is he? I think he's in Thessaly, and, uh, King Agamemnon has hired Achilles to fight the best fighter of the Thess, uh, like, the army from Thessaly. Hmm. And he, like, s- kills the guy in one fucking stab. Right? Like, he sprint, Like, the guy's, like, seven feet tall and, like, throws spears at-, at Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt will be eternal for this movie because of how good he a part he played. He, like, jumps over this guy and stabs him in the fucking neck and then, like, shrugs it off like nothing happened and then looks at a whole army and is like, is there anybody else?
0: Sounds like Brad Pitt and, uh, what's her call it? Um,. Once upon a time, Hollywood beats the fuck out of Bruce Lee. Oh yeah, 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 I remember that. <laughs> so,
1: um, what was I trying to say?
0: So, the
1: King says, "Like, what's your name?" You know, and he's like mm. Achilles, whatever, and he's like, "I'll remember." You know, and that's like that's how Achilles gets off. He's like, "Yeah, you fucking better," essentially. You know.
0: So where was this going?
1: Um, was it was it Chadwick Boseman is now eternal.
0: Okay, bit of a bit of a tangent. But, yeah. good point. Yeah. Javik Boseman is Eternal. Speaking of Eternals... Here we go. <laughs> we'll get into this and a bit of other Marvel news that happened. So, we're going to talk really quickly about the Eternals. Um, I will say very quickly that Vinny and I do not know a whole lot about the Eternals. Yeah, I've never and heard we, of them before. We are. I, I've heard of them, but I don't know much of anything about them. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up the Eternals on the internet. Yep. Eternals... At, The Eternals cast, we're going to go on the good old Wikipedia, because why not? So the trailer just recently uh, had been released, and we have uh, Gemma Chan as Cersei. Uh, I believe Gemma Chan, she was also in Captain Marvel, if I remember correctly. Uh yeah, she was the uh, other female character in Captain Marvel where she calls Earth a shithole and then they go to her character and she's like, Beautiful, isn't it? Uh Richard Madden, he plays Icarus. Uh Kumnal Nanjani, he plays Kingo. P- Kumnal is act is also he's also going to be in the Kenobi series. Really? Leah McHugh as Bright. Did I read that right? I like there's a guy named Gilgamesh. Yes, Gilgamesh.
1: That's a real person. That's fucking funny. Um, and fucking... There we go. Uh,
0: no, I'm sorry. Gil- Gilgamesh is, a, is, an, is an ancient god, I think. Gil Br- Brimhan. Don Lee as, as Gilgamesh. Uh, Barry Kogan as Drugid. Uh, Lauren Rudolph as Makarai. Brian Tree Henry as Fastos. And where is Angel Angelina Jolie as Thena, Selma Hayek as Ajak, Kirk Harrington, uh, Harrington as Dane Whitman, who becomes Black Knight. Uh, yeah, this is. I mean, I didn't know Selma Hayek was in this movie. Yeah, I didn't know either. That's pretty interesting. Okay, I want to so, learn who the Black Knight is. Okay, so. What we gather from the Eternals trailer is that the Eternals, they say they've never interfered until now. Even though in the trailer they've helped humanity evolve as a species, that's kind of interfering. You you have interfered. You're just saying you haven't. Oh, you um, think
1: that had something to do with evolution?
0: Um, well, not about evolution, but like how technology they've helped humans advance. Uh, and I read something earlier today... Whoa. This
1: is supposed to be Kit Harington's character. That's
0: Black Knight. Yeah, that is pretty fucking cool. That
1: is fucking dope.
0: Apparently, uh, I read something something about Thanos with the Eternals. Thanos and Thena.
1: Good to know that this guy is returning as Jon Snow.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is Jon Snow. (laughs) Jon Snow. (laughs) That's right. So, oh, I think
1: that guy's the villain. Is he really? Jon
0: Snow being the villain.
1: Because I'm looking at this and it says, The Avengers, the Black Knight lives again. And it's all the Avengers fighting the Black Knight.
0: Oh, cool. And it's
1: like, an, you know, it's
0: an old school comic. That's awesome. So a fun fact is that Thanos and Thena are actually cousins. Thanos. And Thena, Angelina Jolie's character. They're, they're cousins says, Thanos, the son of Eternal, A-Lars, and, Su- and Sui-San, is a distant cousin of Thina, Thena, Icarus, Circe, Ajax, Sprite, and Droog, as per the Eternal comics. That's very interesting. Now, we did hear about rumors about possibly seeing a young Thanos in the Eternals movie. Really? Um, but that was just rumor and speculation. But yeah. maybe we could see something. Because Thanos is an eternal, apparently, and I guess he want. Obviously, he wanted to intervene.
1: Not eternal anymore.
0: No, because he's fucking dead. Yeah. I mean, I see that funny meme from um, what's it, Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm-hmm. where it's that girl just dancing and listening to music, and then everybody's fighting in the background. It says yeah. the Eternals is the girl, and then Thanos versus the Avengers is everybody fighting in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so um, overall, though. We may not know a whole lot about this um, about this movie, but from the trailer, what are your thoughts on it? How do you think this is going to play out?
1: I can't wait to see how Marvel makes this believable.
0: Because the big thing is... Why didn't they show up? Yeah, the big question is why didn't they Everybody show up? Everybody showed up. Yeah, they're, you know... The Captain
1: big... Marvel, who's been fucking lollygagging for 20 years in space. She showed up.
0: She showed up. My she b- got the invite. My buddy James sent me a, a funny meme the other day. And I'll post it on our Instagram and Twitter soon at fanspeculation underscore pod and at fanspeculation on Twitter. Okay. It says, says, throughout the years, we've never intervened. It says, fixed it. And it says, useless instead of the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yes. Um, I think this may, they may have had something to do with the formation of the Avengers. Maybe they've kind of been people you know, maybe whispering in people's ears. You know, there was theories going around that maybe they had the secret ingredient to what finally made the super soldier serum perfect for Steve Rogers back in the day. Oh, shit. It's possible that maybe they're the reason for the the vibranium comet to come down to Earth. Maybe. There's a lot of different theories going around as to what that could be and their reasoning as to why... Um, because I do believe that it says they've helped society evolve as a people, as, mm-hmm. a, as a whole thing. And it appears that Cersei and Icarus seem to be the main characters, and they get, get married in the movie. There's also a really crazy theory. They look like, in like they're an Indian um, dress wear. And if you remember in Spider-Man Homecoming, Tony Stark went to India. Oh yeah. There's a really outlandish theory saying that he was there at the wedding. I don't know about that. I don't know about that cuz Tony Stark's not going to show up. Imagine. But one thing that's very very strange. So I was watching a video today on new rock stars that apparently the formation of Captain America's shield could have came from the Eternals. It showed that the shield had a very similar look towards Captain America's shield, like almost identical. Really? And what's his name here? Uh Kingo. Kingo. He apparently has thing. uh that is Kumal Nunjani's character. Kingo. Uh apparently he has the original Captain America shield from World War Two. Not the one the one the Cap has made by Vibranium, but the first one he has. Kingo he, Sunan. He has he has it like he has it uh in like a like like an office type of thing somehow. So and we did see at the end of the trailer where uh, the little kid, uh, Sprite, I think the name, if I'm getting that correctly. Where is that little fucker? Um, Leah McHugh. S P R I T. Yeah, Sprite. <laughs> um, Wait. She, who's playing K- Kingo? Kunmal Nanj- Nanjani. Look, yeah. We've seen him in a bunch of different Kingo stuff. Kingo
1: Sunan was a uh, member of the Eternals. Mm-hmm. an evolutionary offshoot of humanity who possessed extraordinary lifelong spans, I mean, long lifespans and superhuman mm-hmm. powers. Yes. But he hailed from Jap- uh, Japan. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So, we see a lot of going on with these characters, and they're asking the big question of who's going to lead the Avengers. And Icarus says like to Sprite when they're all at a at our dinner table, they're all having dinner or whatever they're doing, he says, I could lead them. Then you see Angelina Jolie just sip her cup, mm. turn her eyes, and everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, nah, Icarus, sit your ass down. Um, There's a good question of who's going to lead the Avengers, but maybe they can answer the question. Icarus looks dope. Maybe they can answer the question and help us as to what's going to happen. How are they going to help the Avengers? And how is it they're going to help the, the MCU and the and society as a whole, because maybe they have something to do with the proper flow of time. Maybe, maybe. They, maybe they have to do with reality setting in place. Maybe we could see a thing of Doctor Strange appearing to the Eternals at some point down the line. Is it possible we could see Doctor Strange show up in this movie? Mm, maybe, totally. Possibly. Doctor Strange, that's the thing about Doctor Strange. He could show
1: up fucking anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Doctor Strange. So, my overall thoughts of this movie is you want to see what Thena looks like? I'm sorry. it's overall okay. thoughts of this movie
0: yeah we we don't we definitely want to know what's going to happen. We want more, and I'm sure we'll get more. And I trust Marvel, I trust the writing team, I trust the casting team. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this movie will be well done. The last time I went to see a Marvel movie, not really knowing anything about anybody. Was Guardians of the Galaxy, and it became probably my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, for real. Probably. This is so. a picture
1: of Thena, and it looks like Angelina Jolie, but
0: oh that's my straight god. out of the comic. Oh my god! Yeah, Angelina Jolie fits fits the role as like far a hundred, as the, like hundred percent. It's weird to see her in an MCU movie, though. I know. It's but weird, I'm happy she's there. But she deserves I think, it. I she's think she'll awesome. do well. I think she will do very well. Yeah. Who's Ajak? Ajak, what the guy from Deadpool? Ajak, no, Ajax is. Played by Selma Hayek. She's a girl okay. in the okay. Eternals. Oh, it's Selma Hayek's character. Okay. Anyway, what do you think of the Eternals trailer? Are you excited for it? Yeah, I think it looks cool. Um, it. I feel like it has like a total Thor feel because it's
1: like gods in shiny armor. Mm-hmm. and But then now we have a fucking team of them. It's like, it's like Thor's team of heroes leveled up. And now <laughs> they're all gods. You know I mean? That's true.
0: Anyway, we have another hero... As far as breaking news that happened as of today, this recording. Oh, yes. This has been rumored and reported for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But the actor himself has finally acknowledged it on Marvel's Instagram page. Oscar Isaac. You may know him as Poe Dameron from the Star Wars sequels. Yep. He will be playing the character known as Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Now, let's Bad go. Bad ass. Moon Knight is... But see, he's he also
1: teased a bunch of it because he fucking did all those combat training videos. and like. Yes. And there was like a poster of Moon Knight in the background of that video.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's give you a brief description of Moon Knight for those of you who don't know. Moon Knight, a.k.a. Mark Spector is a fictional superhero appearing in an American comic published by Marvel Comics blah blah blah, blah. created by Doug Menick and Don Perlin um, let's see what his um, the character appeared in Werewolf by Night issue number 32 in August 1975 Moon Knight has often been compared to to Batman's DC uh, to Batman DC due to similarities between them both are millionaire entrepreneurs that use their weapon to pay uh, pay the equipment used by their alter ego to fight crime. They are also expert detectives and use similar gadgets, such as a boomerang, like uh, project, uh, projectiles, batterangs for Batman, and moonerangs for Moon Knight. That's fucking cool. It's literally called a moonerang. Moonerang. Cool. However, there are some major differences between the two, such as the fact that Moon Knight uses multiple identities as superpowers, although he later lost them. In the comics, Mark Spector is a former boxer, marine, uh, CIA operative, mercenary who found himself near death after being betrayed by his employer, Raoul Bushman. Hmm. When they stumbled upon an archaeological dig, which Bushman intended to loot for profit, as he lay dying, Spector was approached by... That's a badass picture. By Egyptian moon knight god, Konoshu. Who offered him a second chance at life in exchange for becoming his avatar on Earth. As a result, Spectre was recruited and given superhuman abilities. Upon his return to the United States, he invested the money he had uh, accumulated as a mercenary to make a fortune and become a crime fighter Moon Knight. He also created multiple identities, most notably that of the millionaire Steve Grant, Oh, there's a picture of Vinny. showing me where he's stomping on the Captain America shield,
1: and he has Wolver- Wolverine's claws and Spider-Man's hands. Who
0: to distance himself from mercenary past as a tank, and of a taxi driver Jacob Lockley to remain in contact with the street and criminal element. So, what does
1: he have? Like transmog, transmog powers, where he fucking touches superheroes and gets their powers?
0: Has to be of some kind. Right? I'm I'm trying to see other. Things of him, other types of so. Let's see, abilities: expert detective, uh, proficient in martial arts and armed combat. Utilizes high-tech equipment. Formerly increased strength, speed, and endurance depending on the lunar cycle. Um, I have heard things in the past where Moon Knight could be similar to Rogue, like a interesting mute, uh, in different versions of it where he's similar to Rogue, where he could gain the powers of different superheroes. Mm. Um. But Moon Knight is definitely one of the characters that's more for like a more of a hardcore Marvel fan. So we have heard for the longest time. Yeah, like Moon Knight kills. Yeah. So we've heard for the longest time that Oscar Isaac was going to be playing Moon Knight forever. But it was never officially confirmed until today. Moon Knight will be getting his own Disney Plus series. Um, Let's see when that's going to be released. It appears that Moon Knight uh, Moon Knight is scheduled to be released in twenty twenty two and will consist of six episodes and be part of phase four of the MCU. Okay, so yes. It'll be it looks like it's a mini series to set him up. It was created by Jeremy Slater. Oscar Isaac as Mark Spector slash Moon Knight. The series will was announced in August twenty nineteen with Slater higher, blah blah blah. Um, uh, doesn't really necessarily see the overall plot, uh, it it just describes Moon Knight as kind of how I described him. Um, so we also have Ethan Hawke in the show and Mae Calamani. I can't remember them fucking up her name. So interesting to see. Ooh. Um. So what do you think about the choice of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight? I think it's going to be good. Uh, he's played, like, dark characters before. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he was in this one Netflix special I just watched recently. And I I can't remember what... I think it's called Triple Score. Triple but Score? Yeah, it's called him... It's with him, Ben Affleck.
0: Ooh, Ben Affleck,
1: okay. Yeah. Um, there's this other Netflix movie called uh, City of Z. The main actor from that is also in it. They essentially play... Like, um they're all like ex special forces military people and mm-hmm. he is uh he's in like Colombia or something. And he's joined the Colombian police force, like the the, the special agent detectives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's been hunting this like drug dealer. He finds out where the guy's compound in is and realizes that he's storing all of the cash. Ooh. In the house. Oh shit! And he like assembles a team of his buddies to go and get all the cash.
0: No, I like
1: kill, and kill the drug lord.
0: I've always liked Oscar Isaac, and I always thought he, one of, watching his character in the Star Wars movies, he definitely had high potential. Oh in, yeah, Poe Poe
1: po required more storyline. hundred percent. Yeah, Poe the, deserves they, his own
0: movie. They, they they, the very least his own show. They dropped the ball with Poe Dameron and a lot of the characters that we've mentioned many times before on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the overall choice for him to play Moon Knight. I'm excited about it, and I think he'll do a fantastic job. The show will be coming out in August of... uh, Did I say August? Yeah, August Well, 2022, sorry. It'll be released in in 2022 at some point. We'll get more in the future, but for now, we have our Moon Knight. We have Poe Dameron, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. So that's a lot to get into with Marvel. Uh, we have a lot of big news that happened today uh, but for the rest of this podcast going to be Star Wars heavy, we're going to be talking right now about Bad Batch episode number 4
1: yes, Bad Batch episode number 4 was crazy it was what we were waiting for in Bad Batch we were waiting for this, because if it was just going to be the standard storyline it has been, with like um, it had flair with the combat scenes and stuff, but like mm-hmm. the storyline wasn't It
0: needed something. And I like that we got to see uh, Fennec Chang. Exactly what I'm talking about. I I was fucking up her name before. Yes. Fennec Shand. That is the name of the the character we saw in The Mandalorian. We saw her in Episode 5, The Gunslinger. So she appeared in this episode of The Bad Batch. We had seen her in the promos and the commercials leading up to Bad Batch so she's been around for a while she's got a reputation on her hands and she was hired by somebody we don't know who to hunt and capture Omega hmm. now let's just see and think who could she, who could have hired her the obvious one is the Empire the Empire could have hired her uh, what's his name uh, Tarkin could have hired her to try, oh, try and get Tarkin
1: totally hired her
0: well, it could have been Tarkin, but it also could have been
1: It's definitely the Empire. This is not the first time the Empire's used bounty hunters.
0: Well, what I'm saying is the Kaminoans, the Prime Minister oh. and what's her name? Nalaste. I finally remember her name. Nalaste. Yes, the, yes. Because they Na- mentioned Namaste. <laughs> Nama go fuck yourself to quote Michael from GTA five. Hell yeah. Uh, um if you recall, I believe from episode three or two. They had said that if we can retrieve Omega before like they say she is vital to their cloning process yeah they have
1: not found out Omega's true purpose they
0: are running out of data of Django fat it's not like they can just take Django fat because he's dead and apparently using other clone material of him is not pure enough and it's they're running low on supply yeah so but apparently Omega is the key to their key to their their problem. So it could be the Empire or it could be or it could be the Kaminoans.
1: Yeah, either one.
0: Now I'm leaning more towards the Kaminoans because they need Omega. They need to prove to Tarkin that the clones can still be useful. Mm-hmm. Because he's very much like, no, we don't need clones. Mm-hmm. They're too expensive. We can just use some, but we can I all- like how they
1: brought they brought money into this. Exactly. Just like every government does. Yeah, they literally brought money into this. Next thing you know, they're going to ask for income taxes. (laughs) It's, well,
0: in a way they are. Income tax is theft. Chain codes are theft. (laughs) Chain codes, that's exactly it. Mm
1: -hmm. But they offer that you can exchange all your credits for imperial credits.
0: Yeah, well, you see how that is. Never heard of that before. No. No exchange rate or nothing. Anyway, so, I'm leaning more towards uh, the people on Camino who hired Fennec Chang. Yeah. Fennec Chang. Um it could be Tarkin, but I feel like Tarkin's too obvious. Yeah. I, I hope it's the Owens. I'm hoping we see Crosshair soon. We haven't seen him since episode three. Honestly, this episode really turned the show around for me. Sorry, we haven't seen, seen Crosshair since episode two.
1: Yeah. Don't worry, he's there.
0: I know he's there, but uh, I feel like at some point we're going to meet up with him in the Bad Batch very soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Omega very much wants to keep exploring and again we mentioned how she's so she is so sheltered that she just trusts anybody.
1: Yeah. And, literally anybody.
0: And when she sees that mm-hmm. and to like, "Oh, you know, like, oh, let me help you." Like, "Oh, sorry about that." And they went for that guy with the fruits like, "We didn't pay for these." So Do
1: you remember uh from Clone Wars the Bounty Hunter that um the bounty hunter that gets killed by Django fett
0: uh what's her name uh
1: i can't remember her name but it like anakin and obi-wan are chasing her through Coruscant. Uh, and then she, she gets hit with this poison dart that that like shrinks or, like shrivels
0: up her flesh um i'm looking up here zam weasel that is the name of the bounty hunter I, she reminds me of Fennec. But Fennec's better. because he Oh, was, yeah,
1: 100%, because guess he, what? Fennec's still alive.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Real quickly on that attack of the clones. How shit is your plan to kill Padme Amidala when Count Dooku hires Django Fett, who hires this bounty hunter, and they can't even get the job? Like, Count Dooku could have easily killed her. I understand he has to kind of stay in hiding. Why is everybody subletting the contract? I don't know. I understand Count Dooku to hide because he's still a very public figure of the mm-hmm. Separatists, but he's not like, oh, I'm not a Sith Lord or anything. Wink. Yeah. Agatha all along where he's winking right at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, then he hires Jango Fett who easily could have just killed Padme. That was never explained why he hired his friend to do it. That's all right. Um, I don't know. But Fennec is, um, again, we've seen her in the Mandalorian uh, played by Ming-Na Wen who we found out today, Vinny, I found out, she's almost 60 years old. Fifty-seven. She's 57! 57, 57 years old? My god! Ooh, I know. tell you something about that woman. <laughs> Here we go again. You know, I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours, our, our buddy Ed. He, I was talking to him the other day, and he's saying how, like, the reason why you get so many people listening to your podcast is because Vinny just just goes nuts on women's body parts in uh, these shows. Hey, I didn't specify particular parts, but hey, if they
1: are quality, they should be appreciated. It's kind of like driving a Ferrari. Like yeah. Everybody's going to look.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um but overall, uh, Fennec is now we, she's for sure a thorn in the Bad Batch's side. Mm-hmm. Echo gets fucking sold for like three thousand credits because he's posing as a droid. Mm-hmm. Um, Tech and Wrecker are trying to fix the sh- trying to fix the ship. Yeah, trying Hunt, to get the the code
1: of like basically the digital license plate to the uh, to the ship scrambled.
0: Exactly because it's in the go- in the Empire's chain code, mm-hmm. and they need that gone. Because if you remember. In The Mandalorian, the Razor Crest was not dated in the Empire, and it hasn't been dated in the New Republic. Somehow Mando has escaped all that. We still re- never really knew, understood why. Someday I'd like to figure that out, but the Razorcrest is gone, so maybe we'll, we won't figure that out. However, yeah. um, Bad Batch is trying to do that. One thing that's very tr- troubling or worrying to me is, is Wrecker. Because for the past two episodes, he's gotten his head hit hard where his inhibitor chip is. Yeah, and he keeps holding it in the same spot. He, yeah, he's kept holding it in the same spot. I've seen a bunch of memes of like Dave Filoni, don't you dare kill Wrecker, of just like it's it's. I've seen some Office memes. One where Michael Scott's like, "No, God, please, no!" And I've seen another one. If Dave Filoni kills Wrecker, and ah, I'm gonna kill myself. It's all your fault. <laughs> I see another one where someone is literally holding a gun to the sky and Dave Filoni's face is the sun. It's like, don't you dare kill Wrecker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it just goes to show, it seems like Wrecker is everybody's favorite Bad Batch member. That's because he's funny. I he's, mean, he's, 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 he's the he's, he Yes, he is the Drak. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. He, I mean, he's my, he's my favorite Bad Batch member, you know? I think that... It, it's very possible that all the bad batch members could die, and they 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 oh, sacrifice yeah. themselves, themselves for Omega so she can live. Um, I'm thinking if any of the bad batch members are going to die, I'm thinking it could be Crosshair. I'm thinking just when you're about what, just when you're going to start to like Crosshair again, yeah, he's gonna. I yeah. think he's probably gonna do the right thing and sacrifice himself so his friends can survive and so Omega can survive. We still don't know. And we still, I mean, we've seen Venic Shang, but we still don't know if Captain Rex should show up or Ahsoka which we briefly talked about last week. Um, there's how many episodes of The Bad Batch? I need to look that up real quickly. Oh, I think but, eight. Uh, Bad Batch episodes...
1: I think there's eight episodes.
0: You might be right on that. Dude, let's so, get some clar- clarification here.
1: Dude, But my new job, I'm... Like covered in pollen all the time mm-hmm. I don't have allergies, but yes. this shit's making me like phlegmy and sneeze
0: sorry, that's alright that's alright, no problem so yeah, there's only, it says four right here but I believe there's going to be eight episodes Wikipedia just says four for now, but I think you're right, there are going to be eight episodes of this
1: Dude, we're, so, so
0: we're halfway we are halfway um <laughs> We could see Captain Rex anywhere between now and episode eight. Um, well, it's all right. That I, means
1: we got, a, we got two hours of uh, showtime left.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping that they can't just mention Rex and not bring him yeah, up. Yeah, I know. I because know. out of all the clones, Rex was my favorite. Yeah. I have a, I mean, I have a Captain Rex shirt with his helmet on it. And
1: his, his passing was, like, too recent. Like, like him passing through town and then, then passing through town right before or right after, I mean.
0: Yeah, because I want to see... Because Rax is one of the few clones who wasn't affected by Order 66 because Ahsoka helped him get his inhibitor chip Mm -hmm. out of his head. Which, by the way, I was actually re-watching the episodes when Fives was investigating all that. Because we talked about that last week. It was Tuck was the name of the clone whose inhibitor chip was malfunctioning. And then Fives was the one who learned about the conspiracy and how the Chancellor's in on it. And he's like, so... Yeah, it was, I think Captain Rex could probably show up more towards the end of the series, Mm -hmm. or the the show, or the season, rather. Um, What he'll do, I don't know, because I saw pictures up, and I saw this on Star Wars Theory's YouTube page today, Mm -hmm. pictures of the Bad Batch with Rex. Now, I don't know if this is leaked footage, or if this is concept footage, but it looked pretty real to me. It looked. It looked like they were on on uh, on Jakku, uh, which was the which didn't make any sense because that's the bat. The Battle of Jakku was like the last stand of the rebellion and the Empire. But then again, leads me to believe that it could be more or less concept art rather than than a real thing. But I but I want to see Captain Rex in the show. But I also don't want him to overshadow the crew of the Bad Batch because they've been doing a great job making one you know, of best if you see in this character. Rex and obi-wan I don't think we're gonna get obi- wan I don't think we're gonna see any Jedi in this show no I'm talking about an obi-wan show in obi-wan maybe we have a little Bug. we have <laughs> we have a little theory about they'll just drop old, Jan-
1: they'll just drop good old Django in there that's a great or se- boba.
0: that's a great segue into our next bit of the podcast which will probably be the last bit of it so overall though what do you think of episode four, and how does it rank in the first in the first four we've uh, we've seen so far?
1: Um, the first episode was pretty good because we got the bad batch and like a ton of action and stuff. But mm-hmm. this episode was pretty good just because of the cameo, and I feel like the animation was just on point with all the the moving cars of Coruscant. and mm-hmm. and uh, all these different things mm-hmm. that that had to do with that episode. The atmosphere was good, like the ship their the their ship coming in for a landing. And no, they weren't on Coruscant. What was the name of the planet they were on? I don't remember the name of the planet. It was just a high-traffic Coruscant-type mm-hmm. planet. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, the animation was just fan-fantastic. Side note, if you haven't watched it yet, the 2D miniseries on Disney, uh, Disney Plus or whatever, because that's the only way you can watch any of this stuff, mm-hmm. uh, give it a shot. Each episode's about an hour long. They came out before Clone Wars. I don't think it's canon anymore, but... In one of those episodes you find out why General Grievous has his like cough when Obi Wan confronts him yeah. on um Same of That Planet.
0: Uh where he where he fights Grievous and says hello yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I
1: can't remember. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, we know it's Revenge of the Sith. He has a cough there. Well he has a cough all throughout Revenge of yeah, the Sith. Yeah, the whole movie. Essentially in this two mini two D miniseries it was canon at the time and Mace Windu basically force grips all of Grievous's innards and he escapes somehow. But that is why Grievous is like eh, 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 eh.
0: If you watch the series though, Grievous doesn't really have a cough though. Oh yeah, not in the series. Yeah, in the series he doesn't have a cough, but he does have a cough in In Revenge of the Sith. But, but that that two
1: D miniseries came out but right before Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and then I Clone think, Wars came out after that.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, the real thing was that the actor actually had a cold. Oh, when, really? When he was do when he was doing the voiceover work, so they just kept it in there. I remember reading like apparently that was George Lucas. i mean, I I was a young kid. It was I remember my dad used to get Entertainment Weekly, and I remember like uh, Hayden Christensen was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly for the Revenge of the Sith uh, movie. Wow! And I remember reading George Lucas was the voice of 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 uh, Grievous, but that was wrong because the guy who did Grievous' voice in the Clone Wars is the same guy to did Grievous' voice in the movie. Oh, wow. But he did have a cold and that's they just kept the cough in there. He couldn't stop coughing. Oh, wow. So.
1: Well, I guess that's why they decided to do uh, that not being
0: canon. Yeah, that was my fault. Oh. No, I'm going to be able to cut that out. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, I think uh, Bad Batch, uh, I love that Fennec Chang is in this uh, Is in this yes. episode. Yes. We're tying in characters. We, we tied in characters from Mandalorian who were in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing the flip reverse of that for the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, Fennec is definitely going to be a thorn in Bad Batch's side. We don't know who hired her mm-hmm. yet, but I'm sure we will. Um, overall, I really enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait for, for uh, the next episode. Who,
1: who, what's the name of that actor? I think it was his
0: birthday today.
1: Um, Christopher Lee no yes Christopher Lee deserves a happy birthday yes you deserve it Sauron yes I mean Sauron yeah Count Dooku yeah also Count
0: Dooku yes I called I, him Sauron I, well actually was it his birthday or was it the anniversary of his death
1: no today's his birthday
0: is it I have to look, I, I, I just want to be sure born in
1: 1922 I think
0: Christopher Lee yes today was his birthday May 19 Oh man, he looked so sick in the end. Oh man.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Um
0: but still, yes. Happy birthday, Christopher Lee. You are very, very much missed.
1: Do you remember uh the guy who played the space cowboy in Mando, wearing Boba Fett's armor?
0: Yeah, that was Cobb Van, was the name of the character.
1: Yeah, do you remember the name of that actor? Timothy Oliphant. That's the name of that character. Yeah. I mean, that's the name of that uh, actor. Mm, maybe I um, think maybe we could see him. I hope, dude. He had a cool-ass character.
0: I wanted to see him more in Mando Season 2. We what didn't I get like, to. What
1: I like about him is that he plays himself in everything he does. Really? I'm just convinced Timothy Olyphant is like a U.S. Marshall cowboy. Because <laughs> there's that show that he does. I can't remember the name of it now. But I watched like all of it. Mm-hmm. He, When I saw him in Mando... I was like, "Oh cool, this is like an extra season."
0: When I when I saw, <laughs> when I saw him, when I saw like the Boba Fett armor watching Mando episode 1 of season 2, I freaked out I'm like, "Oh my god, Boba Fett." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. That's, that's like way, that's like way too skinny I'm to like, be Boba that's, Fett." That's he's too tall and too skinny to be Boba Fett. That's not mm-hmm. Boba But but I really liked his character and I was hoping we could see him again. Maybe we'll see him again in Mando season 3 because he just say Mando said uh, he does say the Mando, "I hope our class our Paths cross again. He's like, I hope so too. Mando replies, so I hope we see him in Mando season three. But there's a whole shit ton of characters who we would like to see. Most likely, won't all of them will, mm-hmm. but would love to see in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. So the remainder of this podcast is I made a list of characters who could very well show up in Obi Wan in the mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi series. They won't all show up because they can't just overshadow. The, yeah, about they can't. This they is can't. about Obi Wan. This is about Obi Wan. I did learn this week that it is a six-episode miniseries, so it is not going to continue. But mm. this is good enough for me. Yeah, for McGregor returning. Give me anything with him. So the first character I have on this list is Yoda. Um. Yeah, for sure. I think Yoda will definitely appear in this show. I don't know if Yoda will actually appear to Obi wan because he's on Dagobah, but I definitely think we'll hear a communication via the Force. Yeah, because in, in Obi wans head. Yeah,
1: because I don't think I don't think he says he's going. I don't think Yoda says he's going to Dagobah at the end of Revenge of the Sith.
0: Well, I'm, he doesn't say he does, but he does go there.
1: I know that's what I'm saying. There is there is a, like there is a deleted
0: scene where he does go to Dagobah. So the next. Character I have is young Luke Skywalker, because in a new hope, in in a new hope for sure, Luke Skywalker he does know who Ben Kenobi is. Mm -hmm. He does he does have some sort of relationship with him. So we have to imagine he'll meet Luke Skywalker at some point.
1: Yeah, or like see him from a distance and he doesn't realize.
0: Yeah, the next character I have is Ahsoka Tano. Mm -hmm. We could see Rosario Dawson show up on Tatooine. And speak to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, maybe. it would. O- and also, it only helped to help pro- promote her new show coming up, whenever that may be. Yeah. Um. I, I think the overall part of that is probably going to be her... We're definitely going to see Ventress in there. Well, speaking of Ventress... You're in there? I have her on this list. Oh, shit. She's more on the people who are most... Unlikely to show up, yeah. But she is still alive. She's a big at this character. Point, but she is still alive at this point, and she is a bounty hunter. And bounty hunters are a big thing on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking possibly, but maybe not. Yeah. Ventress is more on the ones who are least likely. Uh, next, we have Lady Bocatan. Hmm. Bo-Katan I feel like is very possible, considering Obi Wan's past relationship with his with her sister, mm-hmm. Duchess Satine. Um, even when I was even watching those episodes recently too when Maul gets his revenge on Kenobi in the Clone Wars and he kills Satine spoilers if you haven't seen Clone Wars yeah come on now um, but you years. know when she's it's just a heartbreaking scene and she's yeah. just like my Obi-Wan I want you to always know that I've always loved you I always will I'm like oh man that's fucked up and the thing is you think Maul has won in a way he has But how he would have really won is if Obi Wan turned to the dark side right then and there. Oh, right. Meaning, meaning, just like letting his anger get through to him. That's why I I, would have loved to see an angry Obi Wan. I know, but like Obi Wan is just—he is so strict to the light side of the Force that he could not do that. He he cannot. Again, revenge is not the Jedi way, as they say. But going through a few more characters here, um. Captain Rex, as we talked about earlier. I think it's very possible we could see Captain Rex in this show, but yeah. he is more on the side of least likely to appear. Now, it's easy considering we have Tamara Morrison back as Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, if you want him to play a clone, he, he can. Totally can. And the ones that are around, as far as we know at this point, are, are old looking. Yeah. Cap- Captain Rex and a few other clones who was with him, and I, I believe they're on Tatooine and Rebels. Is that what they found, Rex? In rebels I think on Tatooine, so. yeah, I think so. So Rex is hanging out on Tatooine. We have to imagine Dude, they cross they're paths. They're
1: fucking sitting in the home at foo- uh, football Sundays, drinking beer together. H- also, and Rex, Rex
0: and Obi Wan. Rex was in the rebellion. Yes, he was in the rebellion. And George Lucas said Rex fought in the Battle of Endor. If you look on a picture of like picture of the rebellion, there's an old man with with a white beard. Rex, Rex has supposed a, to be Rex. Yes, Rex has a white beard in Rebels. Holy shit! You see how crazy George Lucas thinks of, thinks far ahead with these characters. That's fucking crazy. I mean, they mention Luke mentions to Ben like you found the Clone Wars. It's like this dude had all this shit planned out for so long, whether it was going to yep. come to fruition or not. He's like, well, I might as well have something here. Yeah. So fucking genius George Lucas is. But anyway, I would love I would love to see Captain Rex show up, but. It could be, again, more on the least likely side. Another character we'll get out of the way and more on the least likely side is Barris Offie. If you recall, Barris. I have to
1: look, have to look up who that is. Barriss
0: is the one who framed Ahsoka for bombing the Jedi Temple. Oh. And she took uh, Ventress' lightsabers. So... What I'm, was the last name? Offie. O-F-F-E-E. So, I'm thinking... Yes. It, Possibly this fucking bitch. What if she became a Sith Inquisitor, and she was tank, uh, she was tasked to hunt down Obi Wan Kenobi on Tatooine, and we get this a fight is the, This her is and the Harris. girl who was
1: hanging out in the Jedi Temple with the crystals at the end of, the, at uh, towards the end of the Clone Wars.
0: Mm-hmm. Fucking bitch. Yeah, she seemed to be a friend and everything, and then she betrays Ahsoka because she hated how the, how again the Jedi have become soldiers. And no longer keepers of the peace, they cause chaos. Just like how she turned to the dark side, and so did uh, what's his name, that ugly-ass general with the, the the giant dual lightsabers. I hate him so much. And then you had count uh, similar with Count Dooku, who was a former Jedi who turned to the dark, who hated the hypocrisy of the Jedi. Yeah. So I think Barris is most is more on the least likely, but. It is possible she could become a Sith Inquisitor. The problem is that
1: Qui-Gon Jinn taught Count Dooku about the hypocrisy of the Jedi Order because Qui-Gon was the only one who learned to love. Mm -hmm. And he probably definitely taught Count Dooku a little bit of that, and then he turns to the dark
0: side because he couldn't control it. Well, Count Dooku did not think to do the right way of things. Um, Coming up next on another Sith Lord is Darth Maul. Now, Ooh. Maul, we've 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 I've we've that talked would about be the
1: ultimate.
0: We've talked about it fucking before. Fucking show. We've talked about it before. That <laughs> <laughs> the the overall thing in the in the Star Wars canon is that Maul never found Obi Wan until their confrontation on Tatooine mm-hmm. in Rebels. However. That doesn't mean maybe Maul found him once before. I know. I've said it before. Like, oh, that's impossible. No, it's not impossible. You can write yeah. shit in and do it. I've thought about it myself. But the other thing is. We can't forget about
1: Solo and his appearance at the end of Solo. Yes,
0: we can't just let that go to waste. Also, I want to see a fight between Darth Vader and Darth Maul. Oh. Um. Because that happened in the comics. It's canon. Let it fucking happen. Let Darth Maul Dude. fight Darth Vader. Like my two favorite Sith Lord characters, just fucking
1: oh, do that it, man! So sick. It would be. Imagine he's got the scrap spider legs and fights Darth Vader.
0: <laughs> also, the guy, the guy who plays Darth Maul, he's posted a bunch, he's teased so much stuff over the years as Darth Maul in the in the the face paint and the horns and everything. So I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if that was him who provided the voice in in the solo, mm. but you got to imagine Maul has to show up in some capacity in Obi One. Yeah. We have a few more characters here. We'll go with this next one, Mace Windu. Sam Jackson has, mm. has said in the past that he would love to return to the Star Wars franchise as Mace Windu in some capacity. Now, there's been a lot of fan theories that's possible Mace Windu could have sur- survived that fall. Because let's be honest, folks. In Star Wars and in Marvel, if you're dead, I mean, you're not really dead. You gotta
1: watch the person actually die. Yeah,
0: because... Uh, Windu fell down. He fell out of a window. Just out of a. Li- <laughs> <laughs> Just because of Bad a little pun. bit of lightning. Bad pun. So anyway, I think we could <laughs> see Mace Windu in two capacities. One, we could see him as a Force ghost. Two, Ooh. we could see him because there's really great concept art with him. Just comes back, motherfucker. With, with him is as, cool. with him blind in one eye, a gray beard. Like there's really really cool. That's concept Black art. Odin. Pretty much. That's awesome. There's really really That's co- so cool. It's really, really cool concept art, but I think the more likely thing we could see if Sam Jackson were to return is if he showed up as a forest ghost. Now, they'd have to use de-aging technology just to see and you know, all that stuff, but that's no big deal. Just to make him a forest ghost, they have to animate it anywhere. Yeah, no big deal whatsoever. But the one character, and I believe, just let me double check and make sure I got to everybody on my list. Yes, we did. The one single character. Who has, And by the way, these this is all speculation as his podcast is. None of these characters <laughs> are confirmed. This is all us guessing. Oh, yeah. Some of these could be here. Some of these could not. We're just guessing. But here's the one who absolutely needs to be in this show. Fucking slap me with it. That is Master Kai Kwan Jin Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson has said in interviews very recently... That he just like Sam Jackson, he would love to return to the Star Wars franchise if he if he is asked because Liam Neeson, you remember the episodes when Qui Gon showed up when he was speaking to Yoda, telling him to go to Dagobah to learn how to be a Force Ghost, yes. and when he appeared to Obi Wan as a vision, that was Liam Neeson. Yes, I didn't know. I remember watching the Clone Wars last year. I'm like, huh, it really sounds like Liam Neeson, but they I couldn't find brought any, Liam Neeson in. But I couldn't find anything on Google at the time. I'm like, oh. But that was Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. That was Liam Neeson. He he wants to be a part of it. So Yoda says to Obi-Wan Kenobi at the end of Revenge of the Sith that I there is someone who wants to... I need to... Pretty much says to contact someone from the netherworld of the Force. Your old master. Qui-Gon is like, teach you how to commune with him. I will. So Yoda teaches... We may not see that, but he does teach Obi-Wan how to communicate with Qui-Gon Jinn because Qui-Gon Jinn communicated to Yoda about the Force, and he says to go to Dagobah. This Mm -hmm. is the episode when everyone thought Yoda was going crazy and could possibly turn to the dark side. Yeah. So, But it's Qui-Gon who was calling out to him, and Qui-Gon learned how to become a Force ghost. So Mm -hmm. in turn, he taught Yoda, and Yoda teaches Obi-Wan, well, Qui-Gon teaching Obi-Wan, you have to think about something. Obi Wan Kenobi. Sorry, Qui Gon Jinn. He is an underappreciated Jedi, Jedi master. master. He saw the hypocrisy and the bullshit of the Jedi way before anybody Episode else
1: one. did. Episode one.
0: Even Obi Wan would say to him, "Master, if you just if you just didn't defy the Council so much, you'd be a, you'd be on the Council." Yeah. He's like, and Qui Gon had no. He had no. He had no business doing that yeah. because. In in turn, Qui Gon's your badass Qui- uncle. Qui Gon was supposed to the was supposed to be the one to teach Anakin Skywalker, and he was going to show Anakin it's okay to question these things, it's okay to have emotion, it's okay to feel love. You love your mother. Hence what is wrong with that? The duel of fates. Yes, and Dave Filoni famously saying in that that uh, that uh, many well that documentary series in the Mandalorian, explaining like the duel of fates is for this child. Qui- Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon was going to teach Anakin his way, not the way of the Jedi, but a way that, so he can understand that, mm-hmm. so he could really be the chosen one. Obi-Wan did it as a as a promise to his dying master, but Obi-Wan's going to teach the ways of the force, of the strict Jedi code. Yeah. So, I believe out of all these characters.
1: It's like having you know, Mr. Day versus Mr. Cost.
0: <laughs> only only <laughs> our friends who went to grammar school with us, elementary school, are going to get that reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, well, okay, so would you say M- Mr. Day is definitely Qui-Gon Jinn? Oh, for 100%. And Mr. Cost is, who would you say? We'll give him Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, because he's a good guy. Okay, because they're both great characters.
1: Yeah, but he's just like really strict with the curriculum. Yes. You know, Mr. Day's like, let's put on Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: <laughs> or watch We Are a
1: Yeah, like something that actually teaches something.
0: These are our our two uh, teachers in grammar school, Mm -hmm. two really, really cool guys. If you guys are listening to us, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) We hope you're doing well. Anyway, um, I think of all these characters, I think Qui-Gon Jinn is definitely the most likely to show up. And of all the characters, I think, for me, Qui-Gon Jinn, Yoda, Ahsoka Tano, and Darth Maul.
1: Yeah, I, I think all of these are very, very good candidates for a, and an a appearance and, and a young Luke Skywalker and a like you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you would you agree with those? Or are there any ones that all have? of them
1: are totally uh, able to show up? Especially you say Ventress is not likely the way the way it's been explained. I totally see
0: it. I see it too. I'm again. I could see any single one of these characters mm-hmm. show up in the okay, show. I
1: really hope we wrap them all up like a bow mm-hmm. because. You can't tease him in another at the end of another movie, and then like, what was that like six years ago now? Huh? A solo came out.
0: Mm, was it? No, I think it's like came out twenty eighteen. Oh. Yeah, it came. I remember it came out in twenty eighteen oh. yeah, yeah, me- so, so well. because I remember I was down in Wildwood with with my girlfriend. And we were debating, we were in, there was raining one night. We couldn't go to Cape May and we're like, Oh, let's go see a movie. And, and solo was out. Solo was out. But at the same time, like Avengers infinity war was out. We had seen it like three times already. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you to see?" She's like, I liked it, but I don't want to see it again. She goes to me. I'm like, and I was debating whether or not to see solo. When I when I watched Solo, I watched it when I was, I was still on Netflix, and I was like, "I'm glad I watched that on Netflix because I may have not have liked spending money on it." Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did see it, I did enjoy it. But anyway, yeah, we have to get that tying with Maul, mm-hmm. and that it's long overdue. And that was that has to be a similar timeline as to when Solo was happening. Mm-hmm. The Empire is already like at its height, and the the Kenobi series like. Takes place about what, like five years after Revenge of the Sith, I believe. Mm-hmm. Five or six years. So I believe that's highly possible. But um yeah. It's a lot of shit going on. I, I just can't wait for this show. It's gonna be so great. And you and McGregor returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi just it would be great if they just opened up with a message with you and McGregor before yeah. the show starts going, Hello there, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Something nice. Um, But I am so excited. I cannot wait. It should be. It's in filming production right now. Should be released uh, sometime next year in 2022. But those are our characters who we think will appear in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I guess we're going to wrap that up here, man. Thank, yeah. you, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Who do you think will appear in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series? Let us know at Twitter at Fan Speculation, and let us know on Instagram at Fan Speculation underscore pod. We posted a thing today on Instagram where it says, if you look hard enough, you see the, the same eyes and different people. It's small yes. Maul, Anakin, the Emperor, and Jar Jar Binks. And oh. I simply said, Jar Jar Binks is not a Sith Lord. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I also put on Twitter of... Uh, Hunter undercover. Hunter hiding from the rebellion. It's the same thing. I'm like Hunter. Yeah, yeah, literally. He doesn't know how to. For a guy who's named Hunter, he doesn't really know how to stay incognito. Just put on like different clothes. That's it. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, the bad. No no different bandana. Same face paint. Yeah, the Bad Batch still wears their their armor. It's. I don't know. Anyway, guys, yes, follow us at, on Instagram, <coughs> at fanspeculation underscore pod. Follow us on Twitter, at fanspeculation. Uh, please be sure that you are telling all your friends about us. Please be sure you're leaving us five-star reviews on any of your favorite podcast apps. Download it. Subscribe. Tell us to everybody you want to. Yes, please and everybody get you, us out And there. everybody you don't want to. If you hate somebody, if there's somebody at work you hate, just be like, hey, I fucking hate you. But I want you to listen to this podcast bang just put a sticky note an aggressive sticky note Renna's yes. fucking face or
1: punch him in the mouth and say fan speculation that works too
0: that works too we're not promoting violence just promote our podcast Vinnie Carini promotes violence yeah, a- <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys thank you again so much uh, for CJ Palmasano Vinnie Carini we will see you next time